What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bring the Juice podcast. I'm your co-host, Derek Larger, and with me today is Cody Felger, still on his vacation. Cody, how you doing? I'm good, man. I had to I had to take a break here to discuss this breaking news. Uh, maybe not as big of an impact, potentially as big of, as big of a surprise, but I had a few minutes of downtime, so I thought that we would discuss uh, the Colts' most recent move here. Yeah, and obviously we had a lot to talk about from uh, yesterday with Andrew about the DeForest Buckner uh, acquisition that we got and the a lot of other the news around the NFL. But today uh, is the news that Colts fans have been desperately wanting to hear about, which is whether or not we would be signing a quarterback for this upcoming season. And today the Colts did that. Today the Colts just signed... Uh, l- former Los Angeles Chargers quarterback Philip Rivers to a one-year deal worth $25 million. So it looks like uh, it looks like Philip Rivers is basically going to be here for one year, and uh, it's going to be a make-it-or-break-it uh, kind of deal for uh, the 37-year-old quarterback. Uh, Cody, what are you thinking about this pick? What do you, what do you think of all this? Yeah, it definitely is, Derek. I think it's a move that, you know, is kind of like the Colts believe that they are good enough. And obviously when Andrew Luck retired last year, uh, their quarterback play wasn't enough to up to par. And, and that really impacted, you know, them as far as, you know, a couple games out from the playoffs. And I think quarterback play was a huge reason why. Um, so this move tells me that the Colts believe uh, that 2019 season, which we'll probably talk about in a second, uh, they believe that was a fluke in a lot of ways. I, I believe there were some factors as well. You know, that'd be the offensive line, um, and this been some other factors. And, and and there's also you know the, the Frank Reich Nick Soriana connection. They were both they both have worked with Rivers in the past, so that was obvious. Uh, but the one year deal I think is very telling. You know, I thought maybe it could be a one or two year deal. I think the one year deal is it, it indicates to me that the Colts are probably going to try to address that quarterback position in the second round. And if they don't do it in the second round, that definitely the third round, they're going to address it with one of those top three picks there. I think they just have to, they have to find a guy to develop. And it also indicates to me that they, they could potentially be moving Jacoby Brissett somewhere. Um, it depends obviously how much teams value Brissett and how much they could get out of it. But honestly, I'm fine with just getting rid of Brissett. And I don't care if you get a seventh round pick. I don't care if you get a fifth round pick. I'm just okay with getting rid of that contract. I mean, it saves you over $10 million if you do indeed trade Jacoby Brissett as opposed to just outright cutting him, which is about eight, $8 million or so. Um, so I'm totally okay with trading Brissett. And if not, you know, just cutting him loose, saving you some money uh, for the cap space. And if you want to dip back into free agency, having some extra money to do that. And then also releasing Brian Hoyer, which will save you a couple million as well. So uh, totally okay with it. I, you know, it's been really rumored, Derek. <laughs> Throughout the offseason, Philip Rivers through the Colts, it's been a thing that we've heard over and over and over. And so, you know, typically it's weird because, you know, you hear all these rumors for the Colts and they seem like in the last couple of years they rarely come true. Uh, but for this one, it, it makes sense for both sides. It's not like the Colts are committing, you know, multi-year deal to Philip Rivers in the late 30s now. Um, a one-year deal. So it's like if things don't work out, the Colts don't have to pay him beyond this year. And so – uh, I thought it was a good move, and you know, especially after the Buckner trade with that 13th pick, is off the board now. 
I think it's a good move, and then you can draft the guy and develop him. He uh, doesn't have to start right away in that second round. And uh, I'm personally a fan of it. I know a lot of people are against it, but I like it because of a couple reasons. And I mentioned the Frank Reich Sirianni connection, the mm-hmm. offensive line, and then you know if the Colts revamp, you know some of the wide receiver core as well. Uh, I think the Colts have an all-around solid team. Uh, I think the quarterback play was a major hampering, and obviously injuries factored into that last year. But uh, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a fan of the move. I mean, we've talked about it, Derek, on the podcast before. And, and, and if you haven't yet, go check out our kind of breakdown a couple months ago on should the Colts sign Philip Rivers? Would it make sense? I think we kind of both just are feeling that way still with the signing now. So if you haven't, if you haven't heard that, go check that video out kind of explains in more detail our thoughts on why we think Rivers would be a good fit. Yeah, and, you know, when we look at the contract, you mentioned it, how it's a one-year thing. So makes you wonder what kind of uh, ideas the Colts have for that quarterback room uh, when it comes to the draft. I mean, to me, this obviously spells that – they the uh, they either want they have somebody in the draft that they're really eyeing right now. That's what my feeling is right here. You wouldn't have given Philip Rivers a one year deal unless you knew that there was somebody that you were going to target in this draft, whether it be you know trading back into the first round with some of those picks you have, or you know taking somebody in the second round that you think will be there. Uh, it's going to be interesting for sure uh, when it comes draft time. But, you know, again, I'm a fa- uh, in favor of the signing. Uh, wasn't necessarily uh, high strung on the uh, $25 million. Uh, Would have preferred that to have been a little bit lower. But I, I, then again, I, again, it's only a one-year thing, so it's not like it's a huge, mm-hmm. uh, huge risk for anybody. Uh, but the good news is, yeah, like you said, uh, with that $25 million this year, uh, trying to win now and if it doesn't work out you're going to get all that uh, cap room back next year but right now as it sits the Colts are sitting at 22.3 million dollars they said that if they get rid of Brissett and Hoyer uh, this offseason uh, and basically right about now you can get about 38.5 million right now so 38.5 wow. million still a good amount of cap space to get somebody if the Colts are in win-now mode. That's basically what it mm-hmm. is. If they're in win-now mode, they get rid of Brissett and Hoyer, you are saving about $16 million in cap space there. There's a great option to be able to move things and get another good free agent, and that that's really what I think they might end up doing. Uh, but then again, you know, it's nice to see that, you know, I, I think obviously they're going to have to uh, get rid of one of them. Uh, whether or not they draft a quarterback or not. Uh, I think, honestly, you might see that if they do get rid of Brissett and Hoyer, that's al- almost conclusive that they're going to get a, a quarterback in the uh, in the draft. But um, basically, I think the, the weird thing is, like, you know, obviously the, some of the fans are uh, basically con- uh, conflicted with how to treat Rivers, right? I've heard some people say, you know, that's, not really an upgrade or some say it is an upgrade. I mean, and obviously the 25 million might uh, get some people the wrong kind of image, but um, overall, I think this is a a good option for them. And I'm very excited to see what this season has in store for him and for the Colts. 
Yeah, it, it for sure. And, you know, I, we kind of discussed it on previous podcasts there. It's like, what would you prefer? Would you prefer a quarterback who's kind of scared to throw the trigger in, which is what Jacoby Brissett from what we saw from him last year? Or do you want a guy who, you know, the Chargers, despite all the Philip Rivers flaws last year, the Chargers were the sixth best passing offense in the league. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's significant, and that, that's a big deal. But, you know, obviously he turned the ball over, so it's like, can you live with those turnovers? If you also have a lot of big plays, and if you hear a passing game is more effective, I guess. Um, and maybe Frank Reich and Nick Sirianni feel like we know Philip Rivers, we know this guy, uh, we, we can help limit those turnovers. I mean, we saw that with Andrew Luck, you know, back in the day. I mean, when he was with Frank Reich and Nick Sirianni in that first year, I mean, he had one of the best years in terms of touchdown to interception ratio, you know, and, and just turnovers. His turnovers went tremendously down um, from previous years. And so it's all, it's all interesting to me. Uh, to see, and it, and it appears that they do believe that they could do that with Philip Rivers. Uh, but like you said, Derek, if, if it doesn't work out, it's not like a huge loss. It's not like they're going, you know, yes, we could say they're going all in, but it's not like if this doesn't work out, they're not still in a really good place because the Colts are. I mean, they have one of the younger teams in the league outside of a few veteran players, uh, young, good, you know, defensive and offensive core. And, you know, they'll address it more in the draft and probably and add some players in the draft and, um, and if you do draft a quarterback as well, obviously that's significant um, in developing that guy. So if Phil Rivers doesn't work out, then you can, you know, kind of give that guy some live reps in the 2020 season. And so, uh, you know, all that stuff is, is just super interesting to me, um, how the Colts have approached this and how they feel like, at least for 2020, um, they can live with, you know, potentially more of a gunslinger mentality. They can work with that as opposed to a guy who's kind of scared to pull the trigger and a guy who's scared you know, to, to make the big play, a guy who's not a big play guy, like you could reset, like we saw last year, you know, more of a gunslinger than a game manager, I guess. That's kind of what they prefer. That's what that speaks to me, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And obviously you have a lot of good things with Phillip Rivers coming into the package. Like we obviously mentioned, Sirianni and uh, Reich both were uh, coaches with him uh, while they were still in San Diego. So there's connection there. They all know their tendencies And then obviously for the first time in a long time, Phillip Rivers is actually going to have a good offensive line protecting him. Uh, He's going to continue to have a good uh, surplus of running backs. And obviously if we can fix up that wide receiver core, which is something we'll definitely do this draft with so many other wide receivers still available and obviously a good defense uh, on the other side as well. Uh, Basically, I think the only question I have left with this is with this contract, Cody, what do you, what do you think this does for uh, the Colts now in the draft? I mean, we now know they have two second rounders. It's pretty much what their mm-hmm. uh, head front is now. Uh, basically the same thing as last year. Uh, what do you think happens here? Do you think that Ballard pulls the trigger to move up into the first round with those two seconds to get somebody early? Maybe the quarterback that we think of for the future? Or do you think that we... Uh, just play it safe and get a quarterback in the second round that somebody's eyeing and then continue to help with the wide receiver core. Yeah. And I think it all depends, Derek, and this will be interesting for Ballard and company to kind of watch as the draft progresses, you know, who knows? Like I've seen crazier things in the draft. Well, what if those, one of those guys at 13, you know, probably if I had to choose one of them, it'd probably be Jordan Love just because I feel like he wasn't projected to be that high. And then all of a sudden he just, he just got really, really hot. Like everybody was talking about him and stuff like that. 
Uh, but you know, what if, what if something happens where Jordan Love falls out of the top 10, top 15, and the Colts decide we have the ammunition now, we can go trade up. You know, what if they include a second round pick and then another pick and one of the, you know, a player that they feel like they can move on from? The Colts have the ammunition to do that. And so it'd be interesting if one of those quarterbacks that are, you know, have been projected up there, uh, fall or if the Colts already have a quarterback that they're eyeing, you know, with Anthony Gordon, one of those guys in the second round, or they like some of the traits that they have there. It would just be really interesting to me to see uh, what the Colts do. Uh, I certainly think that if, you know, one of those quarterbacks that was projected to go up there, uh, that we were projecting potentially to go to the Colts at 13 when they had that draft pick still, uh, I think the Colts would be all over it. I think they really would. I think it would make sense. Uh, you know, in the past, when we kind of looked at Chris Ballard, his draft approach, he's been so frugal about, I want more picks, I want more picks. But this is an interesting year because now he has a young core of guys. You know, back in 2017, 2018, he didn't really have a lot of those young core pieces that he can build around. You know, he didn't have an Eric Armstead. He didn't have some of these guys that he has now. And so it's kind of like, the Colts have a, you know, they have a good range of depth amongst the, amongst the positions. I feel like they have an overall pretty solid roster. I would say the thing that's missing for me is still some elite, elite talent at those key premium positions. And I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about obviously the pass rush we've talked about, um, you know, even like wide receiver, that's something we've talked about. And, and I would say definitely quarterback. That That's something that, you know, you have, you know, they always say, you know, you have to get to their quarterback. You have to have a good quarterback. And I think that's what the Colts are going to do. And I think the Colts are wise enough with their offensive staff to realize, and, and you know, they have such great minds on that offensive side of the ball with Nick Sirianni, Frank Reich, all those guys, you know, Mike Grow, all those guys. Uh, they believe that they can develop a quarterback. So I think definitely uh, I wouldn't rule it out at all because the Colts absolutely have, have the, you know, resources, and the the ability to trade up there and get one get their guy it just depends who they eye. It depends really how the draft plays out there in the first round. Um, but I would not rule it out at all. I am definitely going to still watch the first round because I think the Colts could potentially make a move here. You know, some people would say, "Oh, Chris Ballard wouldn't do that." Well, you wouldn't think Chris Ballard would trade away his number thirteenth overall pick uh, for for a player. But I mean, you know, things have changed now that your star quarterback retired, and, and so. I would not be surprised in the least bit, um, and the Colts have the resources to do it, like I said. So that's kind of my take on it. It'll be interesting to see now. It's crazy that the draft's coming up very quickly. Obviously, the draft is still staying the same date, the last weekend in April, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I'll be watching that entire weekend. I'm really excited, man. I'm so excited to see what happens there and, and what the Colts decide to do there. But, yeah, that's yep. kind of my take on the, the quarterback position as far as the draft goes. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a fun free agency so far for Colts fans. I don't Mm -hmm. think we've had this much engagement in a free agency in quite a while. So it's really nice to see Chris Ballard making some moves. Uh, We're going to see if those pay off this next season. And uh, there's certainly a lot more time. So I can't wait to see what happens. But anyway, that's going to be it for uh, this one. So again, uh, just for... Anyone that was wondering, yeah, the Colts basically signed Phillip Rivers to a one-year $25 million contract. So Phillip Rivers is going to be spending the next year in a Colts uniform, most likely being the starter. So that's going to be it for this. Cody, do you have any other words before we take off? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think Derek. Now, obviously, this changes the Colts draft approach, and it, take, it changes our mock draft. So we'll definitely have to be working on those. Come out with some new mock drafts here in the next couple weeks, and get those posted for you guys. But super excited, man! This is the best week of the year, in my opinion. Um, it's so exciting and so interesting to see where all these different we, players go. But can we both agree that, like, over the last few days, like this has been the break that like sports fans and NFL fans needed. <laughs> yes. Like, please. Yeah. Um, this has been so fun. <laughs> the last 36 yes. hours. <laughs> it's been so fun to basically watch all the other AFC South teams basically implode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, I don't know if you'd call the Titans imploding, but I mean, giving Ryan Tannehill that contract. Is yeah. Kind of the, the, in my opinion, the Titans really haven't gotten like that much better. They just haven't gotten worse in, in a per sense, right, but like the Jags and the Texans have easily gotten worse. <laughs> Dude, the Jags are completely selling their entire defense. It's wild. <laughs> well, hey, they, I mean, got, they, they got Joe Schobert because... today. They got Joe oh, Schobert. Yeah. So J- Joe's a good linebacker. Don't get me wrong. He is definitely yeah. a good linebacker, but everyone knows you need more than an inside linebacker to basically refix your defense. <laughs> and then the Texans don't even want to talk about that. I mean, good grief. How do you not get a first-round pick out of Johnson Hopkins? That's I know. You look at the Stephon Diggs pick, and you're like – they got that for Stephon Diggs, but they couldn't get that out of Arizona. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's, like, it's, really, a bump. it's really a shame that the Colts uh, are in the Texans division because I would have loved the Colts to do that deal. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I honestly would have. I mean, that was the ESPN graded the uh, that that pick out of um, – for the Cardinals, they graded that a B plus. I don't know how you can give that anything other than an A. I mean, that was phenomenal yeah. to get. And then they gave the Texans an F. I mean, that's, that yeah. was blatantly obvious. I mean, dude, there's three. The, the, the Man, I'm just like looking at the Cardinals offense. It's wild. Like yeah. having Larry Fitzgerald, you know, Christian Kirk, and now DeAndre Hopkins, like, it was Kyler Murray and Kenyon Drake. Like they're unstoppable. It's gonna be yeah. Really that's a fun good. That's a good collection year. of offensive firepower there, and they gonna, and they're gonna improve their offense <laughs> by getting a left tackle uh, this draft. I'm yeah. sure uh, they they're pretty much poised now to get at one mm. of the best left tackles coming out of college. So mm. that definitely makes sense for them. So mm. hey, congratulations to Arizona. Yeah. I mean. Arizona and Miami, those teams are making money moves this offseason, man. Holy they cow. Are. Man, that NFC West is going to be something special next year. It's, it's oh, wild yeah. to think about that NFC West. Like, they, they have literally all four teams could make the playoffs next year. It's crazy. Yep, very, very true. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed, and go Colts.